Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Man. Guys, you know, it's, uh, I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. I mean, this is crazy. Hey, welcome to the gas cast. Uh, it's your boy, Gabe and Zach. Um, today is January the 25th. Tomorrow is the 26th, and that will be the one-year anniversary of the passing of one of my favorite players, uh, top three favorite, uh, is Zach's favorite player, uh, the passing of the late, great Kobe Bryant. And today we're going to get into an episode just talking about some of our favorite moments. Uh, we're both wearing jerseys. I'm wearing my Kobe Lakers 24 jersey. Zach, what you, what you got on over there? I'm rocking. I'm rocking the the All Star game when he played with Jordan. So let, let's see the jersey. Let's see the jersey. <sighs> gotta gotta rock with the gotta rock with the Bryant. Got the got the poster in the background. I'm celebrating his fifth ring. Yes, yes, yes. So for those um, that are just listening, uh, got on the purple. I got on the purple Kobe jersey. Uh, Zach with the red all-star jersey, just an iconic one. But um, we'll get right into it. So I guess we'll start on a more somber note, and then we're going to pick it up. So where were you whenever you heard the news? So we had uh, we had gone out the night before, and I you know went home, went to bed, woke up in the morning just to – everyone's texting me. Everyone's asking me, like, is this real? Like what's happening? And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Check my phone and it said, it's, it's TMZ. It's TMZ saying Kobe died in a helicopter accident. And I'm like, all right, that's fake. Like, obviously it's, that's, that's bullshit. Kept seeing alerts, kept seeing everyone's, everyone's calling me, asking me, am I okay? And asking me, is it real? And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. You know? And then get turned on the TV and sure enough, they show it on TV and it's confirmed, and even there, there was there was you know some video of it, some pictures of the helicopter crash. I know Vanessa did not was saying, "Hey, like get that get that out of there and stuff." And you know how it happened. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any shade on any 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 parties there. I'm not gonna you know. Also, want to give you know respect to the other families that were there, and and obviously Gianna. So I mean, it it was just a tough day. Very tough day. Indeed, indeed, it was a, it was definitely one. I remember, I remember where I was whenever Michael Jackson died, and I remember where I was whenever Kobe Bryant uh, passed on. Um, what I was doing, I was in my room, uh, just hanging out with uh, my old lady at the time, and I start getting texts and seeing reports about Kobe, and I mean, I didn't know what to believe. I didn't believe a thing, and uh, we pretty much was confirmed on like every news site that it was true about his passing, about the helicopter crash, and of course we're also getting alerts saying that Rick Fox was on the plane, saying yeah. that all these other people were on, and nobody knew what was going. I'm getting texts from my dad, but uh, once we get the final text, I mean I'm just pretty much depressed. I put my phone, my phone was already on silent. I put it just back down and just laid there in the bed for a while. Um, I think later on in that day, I put on my Kobe jersey, the one that I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Grabbed my shoes, one that just brought those, went to the gym, played basketball, and then retired those. I'm never playing in those shoes again. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm wearing it now, but I won't, I don't really just wear my jersey out, but yeah, it was it was a tough day. Yeah, I went to when it when it happened a couple hours later, I I took a basketball. I went to an outdoor court in Memphis, shot one shot, made it, picked the ball up, walked to my truck, drove back. That was it. I was like, you know, one shot, that's it. I just wanted to do something, but uh, God, it was that was a tough day. That was a tough day. And then and tomorrow's gonna be bad. Tomorrow they're gonna show it's going to be celebrating the life. It's going to be talking about this, but I mean, it's just going to be what one of the, one of the, like the, the, I guess like the best moment of this was when the way Shaq talked about it. And if y'all don't know, I mean, Shaq and Kobe's relationship for 
a five, six year period was not very good. And then in the last couple of years, they'd, they'd become close again. They'd mended their friendship, actually become like brothers and everything. And then, you know, what he was able to say at his, at his funeral was, was just big and same with Michael Jordan too. But I'm glad they fixed their problems before Kobe passed because I know this would have hurt him even worse if this had happened and he hadn't mended it yet. Indeed. And that that does show, like, in the passing, whenever you see someone pass and you see the funeral, you see all the family, friends getting together. Like, if you imagine if they didn't talk, you spent all that time where you could have just been hanging out, talking, rehashing, like, the old good times. I mean, they, those guys won three championships together. Right. Yeah, there were feuds. They talked about who should have the ball more, whatever, whatever. But yeah. winning three championships, there are going to be some good times, and I guarantee that they yeah. dwell on the good times more than the bad times. And even if you talk about the bad times, usually you talk about them as fond times. Like, can you right. believe that one time you were talking crap to me, blah, 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 we almost got this fight. I mean, yeah. it's over. Who cares? It's all in the past. But and it's, that, it is still basketball. Yeah, indeed. You know, I mean, this is – these are – yes, we love Kobe as an NBA player, but Kobe became a great person, and Shaq's a great person too. And, like, these two dudes, they love basketball, but there's still more to life. And, like, this isn't – this is a tough loss for, uh, you know, all NBA fans, all just fans of everything. But, you know, this had some – family implications too and this is this is something we need to bring up indeed indeed but uh let's get into just some career stuff i'll rattle off his career numbers 25 points per game five rebounds dot. four assists um shot 44.7 percent from this field goal 35 percent from three and uh 83 from the free throw now taking out i guess his earlier years where he wasn't allowed where he wasn't allowed to play Bullshit. versus in those later years where and he those was last... injuries he'd probably be averaging what like 27 he was on pace to actually oh. pass Kareem yeah no there was if you yes I know I'm, we're not going to get into the GOAT debate we're not going to get into him compared to anyone else in this one I hope so but there is a some players were able to come in the league and go for it and because Kobe came in the league as a young pup and succeeded so well, you know, LeBron was able to get, uh, get be drafted, number one, and go from there. Kobe was not given that opportunity. They coach didn't like him. First year and a half, he's coming off the bench. They're saying, hey, we don't like this guy because he's, he's 17 years old and he's showboating in practice, but he's that good. It took – it took them trading an all-star as shooting guard to for him to actually be able to start and be able to show what he was. I mean, I mean, the last couple of years, I mean, he's playing through everything. His legs were not there. So yeah, he was he was more of a 27, 28 point per game scorer for his career. That that was the, you know, the main 15 years, main 16 years, which is an incredible career that even that's able to that's we're able to take two years out from the front and back and say that's a 16 year career. So that's that's impressive. Dude, it's super nuts. Um, 15-time All-NBA, 12-time All-Defensive. I think that guys with those type of numbers, you got Jordan and you got Tim Duncan. I think those are the only guys to have around the amount or more. Oh, and, of course, LeBron. But I, LeBron doesn't have the All-Defensive teams. No. Well, I think um, I, I, Kobe has – Kobe's tied for the most All-Defensive all teams. Mm -hmm, yeah. with, with Tim Duncan. Uh, Two-time scoring champ, 08. It's 0708 MVP, five-time champion, of course. Now, um, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite Kobe seasons, 2012-2013, the year that okay. he actually got his Achilles injury. That yep. dude was balling out. 27 points per game, five rebounds, six assists, shooting 46% from the field. Let me just mention a 10-game stretch. He had a 10-game – his – his last, these are his last 10 games. He went seven and three. He scored 30 points, 30 plus points, six times. He had 47 against Portland. Uh, his lowest scoring game, he had 19, and he got a W versus the Kings. He had four, uh, 19 with 14 assists, nine rebounds. But in, in that season, he had a 16 game stretch where he scored under 30 two times. 
And in those games, he had 29 versus the Hornets and 27 versus Portland, multiple 40-point games. I mean, this he's, he's 34 years old. If you look at other uh, NBA greats at 34 years old, guys who were doing – having a scoring output like that, you got Jordan who was able to do such things, and then you got LeBron, basically. Carl Malone was able to do it, but he wasn't able to score as many 30-point games as Kobe. Uh, Hakeem had, I think, like 20-something 30-plus point games. But as far as, score, as far as scoring production, it's really just Kobe and Jordan. Kevin Durant, he's 32. He hasn't gotten to that age yet, so we'll see what he does. Yeah. Um, and LeBron yeah. isn't like a score-first guy. So he has the points, but he doesn't score like that. So, yeah, just Kobe and Jordan. Just to, just to put this in perspective, Kevin Durant's career high for a game is 54. Kobe Bryant's career high for a half is 55. Just gonna just gonna throw it out there. So yeah, no, this is this is this is Kobe, Kobe and Kobe and Jordan. Those were those are the scoring champs. Those are the scoring kings. I mean, it is you can't guard them. Like there's just there's just no two ways around it. There's just no way. Yeah, nothing, nothing you can do to stop them. I mean, Kobe. Kobe probably wasn't the most talented of guys as far as physical mm-hmm. talents, like the big hands or the crazy vert, but he was a guy that literally was just going to outwork you and just be better than you at basically everything. Yeah. I would like, I would for, for his best season, best number season, I don't, I would probably say 2002, 2003. Um, that was the season where he had nine straight 40 point games. He averaged his career high 5.9 assists. You know, he was, he was, uh, I think he was top three in MVP voting with, with uh, Shaq. And that was the, that was, that was a crazy season. And then, you know, the, the 05, 06 season when he had the 81 point game, you know, he had the 62 points against the Mavericks in three quarters. Those, I mean, he, and then uh, the season he had four straight 50 point games. I mean, this is, there's a lot to look at. There's a lot of seasons you could say, hey, this this might be his best season or this might be his best performance. Like, there's a lot. No, absolutely, absolutely. The thing that I loved about that last season, um, I mean, he was just – they called him Vino. That's whenever they started calling him Vino, whenever you're just putting on these vintage performances. I mean, multiple, multiple games of 30 and 40. Um, I want to say a quote that he had. He was talking about – um, that last season, so they got Dwight Howard and Steve Nash in the offseason. This is a season that they weren't able to get Chris Paul. Um, they expected this season to go go smoothly, basically. It was supposed to be a season in which they won games, but they made their way. This was a championship or bust type season. Like, they weren't even going to worry about the regular season as far as, like, just being a challenge. Well, turns out it was a challenge. It was a big challenge. The Lakers found themselves down, I believe, four games under 500 at some point in the season. They lost their coach, Mike Brown, five games into the season. They get D'Antoni. Um, but Kobe, he, this is his mindset. So he's like, I was like a conductor. Now, I know you can't win a championship doing that. You can't. But we had to get our team to the postseason. I had to literally micromanage everything. I called every play. I positioned everybody on the floor, and I manipulated the entire defense to my will. And uh, they asked the question of called every play. Mike down to his phone, Kobe, and he was like, well, we need to get into that, but I'm not disputing it at all. Again, yeah, I don't even know what to even say. He was talking about Kobe. Basically, the entire season, Kobe's telling the coach, well, I'm not coming out. Like, we're, we're going to make it to the postseason, and we're going to – I'm, I'm going to do what I have to do. So these, this is him at age 34, basically playing every minute. I think in a three-game stretch, he played every minute except for like 13 of, yeah. of three games. I mean, it, it was just absolutely insane. This was – and the crazy thing was, you like, when you say, hey, he played 47 minutes, he played 48 minutes, he played, he played a game overtime, he played like 52 minutes. I mean, he's doing this. He's guarding the other team's best guard. He's or if they have a forward, he's guarding their best player. He's guarding, he's guarding these 
freak athletes, like he's guarding Russell Westbrook, guarding all these dudes, and he's still dropping 30, and he's leading the team, and he's doing the coaching. I mean, we look at it. Michael Jordan never won without Phil Jackson. So, and then Kobe has Phil Jackson. He wins. He, he ends up with them not being there at the end. You have Mike D'Antoni, Bernie Bickerstaff. You have uh, Mike Brown as your coach. And Kobe's like, I have to do everything. He's, and then that led to him eventually tearing his Achilles. And, and that game, that game against, like, go please go watch that game. They're losing the whole game. Kobe's sitting there. They're down five. Kobe hits key three. Down three. Kobe hits key three. Kobe hits key three. Just threes in these dudes' faces. He went up. He went up and got hacked by Harrison Barnes. He's I'm like, oh, shit. He's going to get up. He gets up. Makes two more threes. And then he tries to take off again. Tears that Achilles. But they're down two. So he hobbles to the bench. He hobbles from the court. The first two hits both free throws, walks off the court. In the interview, he's like, they're like, do you know for a fact? He's like, no, but like I tore my Achilles. I know for a fact. I heard it pop. Like, hits the free throws, just walks off the court. And I'm just I'm sitting there. I'm like, he just gave us a chance to win a game that it doesn't matter. We made the playoffs that year because of Kobe. And we only had like five games left. I watched that playoffs. It was terrible. We had no chance. I mean, it was like Take Kobe off that team. We sucked. We sucked. Like it was that was just Kobe. Indeed. Over that last, I think the last 37 games, they went 25 and 12. And that was just off of a performance of a guy that just would not be stopped. I mean, he said he fucking loved it. He was like putting me to another level that I've never played before, being that he had to do everything. Everything everything for this team so he had a he had a he had a, he had a quote he had a he had a quote and he said he said you see in a with the pray for the bear <laughs> <laughs> i'm sitting there like huh what dude literally i mean guys talking about him so dan tony he's saying that there was no way he could get him off the um off the court um other Laker uh, front office people are like, yeah, what, take him off the court and then he rip your head off? I mean, if Jesus yeah. – th- one of one of the front office guys says, if Jesus came down and told him to get off the court, he would tell Jesus, hey, look, I know you're good at uh, walking on water and turning water <laughs> into wine and stuff, but let me hoop and you you stick to healing folks. And yeah. that's just the type of crazy mindset that uh, Kobe Bryant had, and he was just relentless. He walked, he walked in the league, told Shaq, hey – I'm going to be the greatest player of all time. Shaq looked at him. What the hell are you talking about? And, like, he almost got there. Like, there there was – at one point, there was a path to him being the GOAT. And it he came out – and he came out of high school as a 17-year-old kid. His mom signed his first NBA contract. And he said, I'm going to be the GOAT. And he was on path. Like, that is just unheard of. Dude, literally, I mean – can you imagine someone that young knowing who has come before him, his predecessors, and just saying, all right, I, I got this. And, yes, he was on yeah. that. Even, even Michael Jordan's teammate, Scottie Pippen, crowned him as such. I mean, he's, he's yeah. crowned everybody. That dude, he can't make yeah. up his mind. But Yeah, let's not – let's not let's, – let's, let's, <laughs> not, not, not Pippen, but just – people were saying – I mean, they were all over sports. It was, it was a moment. It's like, all right this dude is doing Michael Jordan-like stuff and he could shoot a little better and he was he was just dominating the league. It was He was doing – he was taking Michael Jordan's moves and just making – doing the same shot. In dude's face, pull up, fade away, just, I got it. Like, I got this. Man, he, he even showed up a couple games wearing Michael Jordan's jersey, the whole outfit. He's like, I'm like Mike. And that was it. Had the cigar in his mouth. I mean, he was like, I'm going to be like Mike, but I'm going to be a little – trying to be a little better. Like, that's – that's a tough act to follow. Not many guys like LeBron's LeBron kind of shies away from it. He's like, I don't, I don't want to be Michael Jordan. I don't want to be that. Like, you know, he wants to be his own man. Kobe was like, I'm going to be what Michael Jordan was and better. Like that was his goal, which is just insane. Dude. And the thing that I loved about Kobe is that like Michael Jordan, he kind of shied away from, I guess, being like, 
the head. Well, not not like the head, but like being, I guess, a black athlete. He just wanted to be seen as like an athlete. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, he did everything in style. This man's wearing his Philly jerseys. This man is doing rap rap videos. This guy's walking around in his Tim's. Uh, one of his commercials, he's showing off his hyper dunk shoes. He's like, bro, I'm doing this. For the I mean, he just decked out. He got the big clothes on, jumps over an Aston Martin. I mean, <laughs> obviously, like, that wasn't real. But, jumps I mean, <laughs> yeah, but he's doing it like he's not yeah. doing it all. Yes, thank you, sir. Doing official handshakes and things like a Michael Jordan would do. Um, looking like the perfect child role model that he wanted to be but Kobe's yeah. doing it with style doing it with flair you know and that's I, I feel like Kobe just never forgot about like his roots you know oh go listen to go listen to what Barack Obama has to say about Kobe he'll talk about him like he is just the best human on earth and I mean when Barack speaks you gotta listen to that you gotta listen no definitely dude dude one of my um all right so in the episode, uh, episode before this, I said a Kobe Kevin Hart commercial. I meant Kobe Kanye West. So he oh has this goodness. commercial with Kanye West, and Kanye West is like, um, my, my records have broken records. What what should I do? Break more records. More records. <laughs> and at the do end, more. He's like, you got to do more. So at the end, he goes, you have to be, he's like, you have to be, are you a different animal? And the same beast. And Kanye West is like, what the fuck are you talking about, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's what he's all about. You got to do more. You got to strive for more. Can you be a different animal, basically, than everybody else, but the same beast, like on a consistent basis? Can you be that same beast? And that he was. Yeah, it, it is. it is rare, like, we talk about his talent level not being of a LeBron or a Michael Jordan, like just straight God's gifts. But he was still a freakishly talented dude. But when you combine that with having the most insane work ethic, I mean, just he was he he's on he's on record saying, hey, like, you know, y'all wake up at six. Like, that's just too late. I'm going to wake up at four, get a workout in, go home, eat breakfast work out at 11, go home, work out at three, go to bed. Like, he's like, I'm going to work out four times a day. I'm going to do this every, before every game. He's sitting there shooting before anyone's there. I mean, it's like Jay Williams, like, hey, yeah, I was, I showed up early the game. I'm going to shoot. He's like, but Kobe was, had been shooting for two hours and he stayed until I stopped shooting. Like he just wanted to show everyone I'm going to work harder than you, but it's also more talented than everybody. So it's just like, it's just a very crazy combination that that happened. Dude, it's insane. Like, even in his retirement, Giannis was talking about, yeah, he invited me to the gym, and I thought that I'd be there. I'd get there an hour early. Well, he was already there two hours earlier than yeah. I got there, and he's just yeah. doing insanity. Anytime you talk about with the older players, him and T-Mac, yeah, we're going to go hang out. Well, Kobe, Kobe's already working out. Him and AI, AI's like, I'm going to go to the club. Kobe's like, well, I'm going to go to the gym. Just, yep. it, it, it's nuts. Like that you're the hilarious. best player in the world, and God, that little is funny. So they're sitting AI and him on the court, like, "Hey, what are you doing after the game? Going to the club? What are you doing? I'm going to the gym." Like AI is like, "Huh? Come on, bro! <laughs> like you don't even need that. Like you're there. You're here." Gobi literally isn't like he was. He was talking about it. He's sitting there. Hey, like uh, I know y'all all work really hard in the off season, but like no matter how many workouts you do in the off season. You're never gonna catch up to me because I'm working like I'm working out how you work out in the off season during the middle of the season. Like he's just like I'm going to outwork you. There's no hope for you. You're not getting to me. And, and I mean, and he did it, and he did it. Another one of my favorite uh, Kobe commercials, Rock Band. He did a Rock Band commercial. All right, so they're singing, uh, "Just take those old records off the shelf." That song. Um, you come in, you got Alex Rodriguez, you got Tony Hawk, who's on the drums. Tony Hawk is probably the greatest, not probably, excuse me. Tony Hawk is the greatest skateboarder of all time. You got Michael Phelps, who's the greatest Olympian of all time, who's on the, uh, he's on the background guitar. Who is the star of this commercial? 
Kobe Bryant Kobe being a Bryant. As he should be. I mean, just the guys, you have, you're dealing with just the greatest athletes of all time. And who's the King Puba of the guys that are in, in this, at this round table It's Kobe Bryant. No question. And Hey, can we talk some good commercials? Kobe and LeBron puppet commercials. Oh, oh man. my goodness. Though oh, I miss those so much. Like they used to be just watching an NBA game, commercial break. LeBron sitting there checking LeBron for not having rings yet. I'm just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like this is actually happening on live TV. It's just the greatest thing ever. Oh goodness. Dude, Dude. let's get into it. Freaking uh 2000, what was it? 2009. We were supposed to have Kobe versus LeBron. He couldn't it get was there. right there. It was right Gosh. there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, I was like, hey, Kobe. Kobe's going to get LeBron. Kobe's going to get LeBron. Kobe's going to get LeBron. The Orlando Magic, who stood no chance versus Kobe. Like, it was <laughs> that first game, Kobe dropped 40. Next game, 40. I was like, it's, it's done. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. LeBron's like, I'm like, LeBron lost these guys? Like, come on, get there. That would have been, that would have been some, you know, some Brady Mahomes stuff we're going to see. Like, it is – it should have happened. It should have happened. I, I wish it had. Dude, it, it was such unfortunate. I mean, like, in, if you think back through the NBA annals, we got to see Bird versus Magic in the finals. We got to see um, Jordan versus Magic in the finals. In the Eastern Conference finals, we got to see Jordan versus Bird, uh, Jordan versus the Bad Boy Pistons. Um, we got to see him go against Shaq. Kobe, he defeated a ton of great teams throughout yeah. his throughout his uh, tenure. I mean, he defeated the Spurs, who obviously won five championships over over his time. He defeated the Boston Celtics, who they get so much credit for only being a one ring team. But we're not here to trash anybody. But I'm just saying. Hey. Um, <laughs> Rondo, Rondo, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen on the same court. And who do they lose to? Kobe, me, Bryant. Duncan Robinson. I mean, not Duncan Robinson. Uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, what's his Tim. name? Tim and David Robinson on the same court. Kobe's dunking on them. Kobe at 21 is dunking on them, splitting Bruce Bowen and dunking on them. I mean, it, it's just... Dude, it's nuts. He he's defeated. Um, he's went through the Thunder. I mean, granted they were babies, but it's still Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant defeating yep. guys like that. Defeated Dirk. Has gone through Dirk. I mean, he's gone through so many great teams. That to Denver, reach. those Denver teams with uh, absolutely Chauncey Billups, Carmelo Anthony. One team had AI on it. Kenyon Martin beat them. All the Suns teams that had the MVP, Steve Nash, who beat him, it's Kobe. And, like, it's just every year he's playing, like, three of these guys, that that Trailblazers team in 2000, those mm-hmm. Sacramento Kings teams. He made – he made every time he played the Utah Jazz, who had Darren Williams and uh, Carlos Boozer, who were doing great every year, he lose a game to them. He's like, no, nah, like, I'm good. Like, we'll, we'll just we'll just sweep you. That team just won a first round series easily, and you just just bring out the brooms. I mean, it's just light work, light work. Dude, he's amazing. Um, some of my I guess favorite games. Period. Dude, the game that he beat outscored the Mavs. That was insane. I mean, two to sixty one. Like how, three quarters. How? It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. I mean, you're watching the game. You're like, Kobe wasn't even, like, going off in the first half. He was doing all right. And he turned up real quick. And that third quarter, he's just like, like, I wonder if he's looking at the scoreboard. Like, oh, maybe, maybe. He just kept he just hit three after three after three. I'm just like. And he hit that last one. And the Mavs had a heave to try to beat him in the third quarter. And Kobe's like, yeah, okay. And he asked Coach, hey, can I come back in? Can I try to get 80? Can I try to get 70? Coach said no. Two weeks later, two weeks later, 81-point game happens. They actually need him in the fourth quarter, which, I mean, yes, this is 
this is probably everyone's go-to favorite game. This isn't my favorite game. I did watch this live. I will. I want to throw that. That was that is best time. Best thing I ever did was turn on TV that day and say, "I'm watching the Raptors with Jalen Rose." <laughs> speaking of great commercials, speaking of great commercials, that commercial when Kobe orders a martini and it goes all at once. He looks at him dead in the face, looks at Jalen Rose and says, "81." Waits for Jalen Rose's <laughs> face to go. And he goes, nah, I'm just playing. I'll take two. <laughs> I was sitting there. I'm like, <laughs> um, but they, they couldn't guard him. And that that 81-point game, that 62-point game, they're, they're, Kobe could get hotter than any human on earth. He did not miss. Every shot he wanted to take, he got to it. Their double team, their triple team, and every shot is contested. And he just – He's just in a zone. When Kobe gets in a zone, whatever he wants, whatever he Anything. wants is going down. It is just – it's unbelievable. What the, just the crazy shots. I mean, he's pulling up. He's dribbling down the court, knows they're about to double team. He just pulls up in both their face, just like, like I'm good. It's my points. Yeah, my Steph shot. Curry heat check, check before Steph Curry was the Steph yeah. Curry heat check. I mean, Kobe held the record. From yep. those threes made in the game before Steph Curry did it. He yeah. hit 12 of them. Yeah. It's in, it's insane. And Kobe, like, Kobe's not just this, like, three-point guy. Like, he learned how to shoot threes. And, like, in offseason, they're like, hey, come back and shoot threes. Because most number eight, Kobe wasn't shooting that many threes first three or four years. And he said, hey, I'll figure it out. And then he hits 12 in a game. He has the NBA record for, like, a five-year stretch. Maybe maybe longer, and that's just it was definitely and longer. It, and it takes Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, and then Steph Curry again to like beat that. Like that is just it's it's unbelievable. No, absolutely insane. I think is Kobe the most skilled player as far as literally said that. can do everything. I think he is. I think he is the most skilled player. And I mean, yes, you could if you want to get in. If you want to get in with Michael Jordan, I'm not gonna like argue against that. But Kobe was a little less athletic. And he was able to do pretty much very similar things. And, yes, his finishing wasn't as good as Jordan's because he didn't have the hang time. But, I mean, Kobe still had some of the best dunks ever. Like, those some yeah. crazy dunks. And Kobe's fadeaway is unguardable. And his dribbling his dribbling is probably better than Jordan's, too. I mean, he, he figured out how to dribble just in that – I remember that New York game – uh, I don't know who was guarding him. Some some kind of mid scrub was guarding him. Kobe just in and out, in and out, crossover, half spin, fault, fake back, pull up in dude's face. It was just just poetry in motion. It was just beautiful. So no, his his skills were crazy. His finishing as well as I mean, his hang time wasn't like Jordan's, but the way that he could just wrap the ball around the board, um, his dribble moves don't have I guess elite, not the Chris Paul like handles, but he can get to anywhere he want on the court. Yeah, with his handle, I mean his his turnaround fadeaways, his ball fakes. Um, golly, I mean he just had everything. His dunk on Dwight Howard. Oh my goodness! Nuts, nuts on your chin, Dwight. Literally, dude. He he dunked he dunked on Yao Ming. Throw it down on Dirk. Throw it down on Okafor. I mean there was just there was a big man in the league. He dunked on you. Like, he did it, and it just – you knew it was coming, and you can try to block it, but you just need to move. But I would – my my favorite – I would say my favorite Kobe game I watched a lot. My favorite Kobe – I mean, take out, take out the championships, take out just the impact of the game, but just game in general, 2013 against the Raptors. They're down <laughs> – they're down uh, like six. Down six. Dwight Howard gets a rebound. Kobe's like, give me the ball. Kobe comes down the court, like a minute and a half left. He stops his dribble. He ball fakes two on the shot clock. Waits for a dude to sit there. He just stares him in the face, pulls up, just straight jump shot. One of the hardest shots in basketball to make. Just sitting there holding the ball. You haven't, you have no dribble. You just jump straight up and shoot it. Splash in dude's face. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, they're down three. They score again. What does Kobe have to do? 
Kobe on an inbounds pass, beats the dude off, turns – whoa, pause. He, uh, he turns, spins off, gets an open three in the corner. Dude comes, contest, splash, drain. Then we're down three again. Everyone's like, hey, there's no way Kobe's getting this ball. There's no way they can inbound the ball to Kobe. They're double teaming. Kobe splits the double team, catches the ball, ball fakes. The first dude flies by. Second dude comes up. He pulls up into dude's face. Splash. We're going to overtime. Then the dude, there's 10 seconds left. This big white dude comes to double team him. He's like, I'm going to split this double team. Goes get a dunk. Gets the game winner. That game, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I have no doubt Kobe's going to win this game because I've, you know, I've just seen this happen before. It just, it just happens. But I'm just in there. How's it going to happen? How's it going to happen this time? And just nothing went wrong. He's just like, I'm not missing when it matters. It was – that game was insane. Dude, literally, that game – I think the game before that is whenever he dropped 40 against the Hornets. I think these were yeah. back-to-back 40-point performances. Yeah. And he has similar moves where he's like – he has the ball around the three-point line, dribble, fakes the pull-up. Head fake, yeah. Lets a guy fly by and just – Pulls up and whoever whoever the second guy is coming, yeah, you're too slow, son. Don't matter, dog. Don't matter, dog. And another another crazy game. He had well, first of all, I'm gonna throw off this. Uh in the middle of his four straight 50 point games, he had a 60 point game against the Grizzlies, and then he had a 65 against the Trailblazers, which he went absolutely bonkers. But which he had some weird twisting shot in the corner. Unbelievable. But in 04, in 04, he played the Trailblazers. They're down three. It's 84 87. Down three, two seconds left. Kobe has the ball at the top of the key, and there's nowhere to pull up. Like, they're, they're not fouling him, but there's no way to go straight up. Dude's in his face. Kobe, like, pushes off a little bit, like, slides to the left, shoots the ball from, like, just direct side shot, hits it. Just falls to the ground, slides on each slide, like the little perfect, like little baseball slide off the side. He slides, it's tied, going to overtime in double OT. They're down two. Like half a second left, Kobe runs off a pick, catches the ball, fade away like 25 foot three in dude's face. The dude smacked him on his wrist. Kobe's wrist just starts spinning. The ball just goes directly in. Everyone's just like, Everyone was just in it, the, the play. It was in, it was in Portland. Everything the place went wild. They're just like, what did I just witness? Like how how in the world do you let this guy beat you? But they didn't let him beat you. They let, they said everything is going to go against Kobe. And Kobe caught the ball, and that's it. That was history. Literally, it. I think Kobe's he obviously one of the scores of all time. I think top four. I have. Not in any order, Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant. Those are the four greatest scores, one that I've ever seen, read about, heard about, anything. That that's yeah. Those are the four. That's it. I think Kobe's lowest scoring game against any team. So I think he's put up at least 40. He's definitely put up at least 40 against every team. He has 50 no. against. No, he doesn't. He he doesn't have 40 against the Lakers. That, That's it. So the 29 <laughs> other teams in the league, he has dropped at least 40 on them. Yeah. Uh, multiple teams, so many teams, he's dropped 50 on. Um, there was a graphic of teams, uh, like his high scoring performances against every team. This was made right before his last game against Utah. I think his uh, high scoring game against Utah was like 42. And obviously, in his last game, he scores 60. Like, 60. just go shit. Last game. 60. How? All, all eyes on him. Everyone typing this up. The first three rows. The first three rows of seats were worth 10000 apiece. I mean, it was just – they're looking. Spike Lee's out there. Uh, I mean, uh, Nicholson's out there. Shaq's out there. Everyone's, everyone's there. And he's like – I'm going to put on a show. In that first quarter, he's put on a show. Second and third, eh. That fourth quarter, he said, hey, I'm not missing. 
And he came back and won that game. Hit a game yeah. winner. Hit hit and won threes. Hitting the craziest bank shots. Like, he had no legs. I'd watched him that season. I went to his last game in Memphis. He, the dude had no legs, but he would still come on. He put on a show every time. And that's one of the greatest things about Kobe was he was one of those guys that said, hey, I don't like when y'all sit out sit out road games. If I if I come to a city twice a year, once a year, I'm going to bring my A game because there's always one kid in the crowd that is going to witness me for the first time. It's probably the only time he's going to watch him play. Like I saw Kobe hit 60 and hit a game winner against the Grizzlies. Like some players don't play against – didn't play against the Grizzlies. Like, hey, I don't want to play against the Grizzlies. It's a tough night, you know. They're, they're a tough defense, and it, I've just played a – uh, three back-to-back nights, like Kobe's playing. Kobe's playing if he's half healthy. Kobe's playing if he's 10% healthy. He won a championship with a broken thumb, broken finger. His finger was just dislocated just way off. He's like, doctor's like, hey, you need to get that fixed or it's never going to never gonna work regular again. He said, man, I can still shoot with this. I'm good. Yeah, that, and that's how, that's how great he was. I mean, talking about that 60-point that game, that was a game in which Utah, if they would have won, they would have had the chance to make it into the playoffs. So they were actually competing. They were competing for a playoff spot. On another channel, we witnessed, we missed history. We missed Steph Curry break 400 threes in a season. We missed the Warriors winning their 73rd 73rd game. Because who was playing? Kobe. Because, Because... A dude in his 20th season is playing a meaningless basketball game for the Lakers who had 19 wins that season. And everyone's like, oh, they're about to break all those records? Yeah, let's not watch that. Let's watch Kobe. Because that's what you should have done. I'm sitting there. They have the little little score in the top top right-hand corner. The Warriors are up 10. I'm like, I don't care. Who cares? doesn't matter. Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, I, everyone is watching that Kobe game, which was – it was great. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Um, well, we love Kobe. Um, he's one of my three three favorite players. He was my first, he was my first favorite player before I started uh looking back in Tom and then Magic Johnson and Larry Bird um grew on to me as faves. But the way people talk about Michael Jordan, the way that they see him as basically like a little demigod. That's that's the way that I see Kobe. I mean, he was my Michael Jordan. He was my superhero. He was the guy that I thought would get it done at any time in the game. You need a bucket anyway, whether it's a dunk, a mid-range pull-up, a turnaround fadeaway, a three. He could pull it from 30. He could do whatever he wanted on the court. That was the guy that I definitely would have loved to play like. I mean, he, he was the guy. Well, he has me. He's the one that made me shoot every fadeaway I've ever shot in my life. Like, I mean, that I'm sitting there playing basketball. I'm like, I got to try this Kobe shot. Like, I, I got to do this. I got to see what it feels like to hit this shot. And some of them you just you just can't make because he's just that good. Like, it was just just some contested shots. That one shot I can think of was he's sitting there hard and fouls him. And he just floats the ball over the backboard and just hits a shot and one. And they're just like, Everyone's just like, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, he gets fouled. He's shooting from anywhere. And, like, it's probably going in. Like, it's just nothing you can do about it. And, uh, okay, and I would like to say, the I didn't obviously watch this live, but game seven against the Trailblazers, beautiful basketball by him. This dude, this dude hit a jumper. They were, they were, uh, they had, like, blown a lead. They were down, down 15, down 18 at one point. Kobe gets him back in the game, hits the jumper to get him on the run, hits a jumper with two minutes left, hits two free throws. Rasheed Wallace goes down the court, misses two free throws. Kobe goes and gets a bucket. Then Kobe, up four in the Western Conference Finals, sits there, sees Scottie Pippen, crosses him. I mean, full out bakes this dude. Takes two dribbles and throws the best lob of all time to Shaq. And when Shaq throws it down, his arms go straight up, running down the court. That was just freaking beautiful basketball. That, that's Kobe Bryant. 
Like every every shot he's made is awesome. But that pass, that move against Pippen is just unbeatable. Unbeatable. Indeed, indeed. I mean, so many wonderful memories just of Kobe on the court, off the court. Um, I mean, cool little things like nitpicky things in this last season or the season before last with uh, Luka Doncic. He's he's speaking, I guess, Slovenian. Slovenian, yes. Just Kobe. What, what Luka's is looking over you? like Luka's looking over. Who is that dude speaking Slovenian? Oh shit, that's Kobe being Bryant. Like, <laughs> oh fuck, like that's a whole. Yeah, this dude didn't come to many games, but when he came to Lakers games, you noticed. Like, you were just like, holy shit, this dude's here. You know how many celebrities are at those games? Kobe walks in, biggest, biggest applause you'll ever get. Even Magic Johnson sitting there on his retirement night, like, this is the greatest Laker of all time. Like, Magic Johnson, who thinks he is just the best player ever. This dude has the highest confidence of anybody. And this dude's like, this is actually the best player here. It's just, uh, it's great. But, we got to talk about his off-the-court stuff, what he was doing. This dude wrote a book. This dude was making child stories. This dude was doing so much for girls' basketball, women's basketball. He was, he was making a dent and doing, doing some stuff that, you know, early in his career, you might have said, hey, maybe this guy's just really good at basketball. Maybe he's not meant for other stuff. As soon, as soon as the NBA ended, he said, I'm going to be the best dad, which he already was. He was already a great dad. He said, I'm going to be the even better, best dad I can ever be. I'm going to be the best at this. Whatever he did, he was going to be the best at it or one of the best. He's just great at everything he does because he tries so hard at everything. That that clip of him just talking to his daughter on the court, just explaining what's going on in the basketball court. They're both smiling. They're just having a great time. It's just it's, – it's just – it's really hard to see now, but it, it – during that moment, I was watching that game. I'm just like, like that is just awesome. Like that is, that is perfect right there. Dude, it was amazing. Um, even watching uh, Gianna like grow up. Um, we got to see like some highlights of her shooting some fadeaways against double coverage. I mean, just doing whatever he's teaching. Kobe is the coach of uh, his daughter's team, teaching them the triangle. Um, yep. I mean, it's, it was, was wonderful. Cold. It was wonderful to watch. She was cold. She was hitting some fadeaways. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. I mean, you saw that he was doing uh, – he had <sighs> drink business. He was putting out – as you say, he was putting out books. Uh, Kobe detailed. I watched pretty much all of those um, yeah. until he wasn't doing them anymore. Um the ones where he did like animations explaining like different things on the basketball court. He did one on LeBron. I did one on Kyrie throughout the playoffs. He did them. It, it was just awesome to have him around the game, even though he couldn't play on the court, just to have him around the game. It was just lovely to see. He was mentoring, mentoring Giannis, mentoring Tatum. I mean, just, just like literally, if you have a perfect career and then the second it ends, you just become that great of a person and that just that monumental of a human being directly after is just, it's so hard to do. Like you see a lot of like superstars. They're like, they kind of go away for five years. You're like, all right, wait a minute. Where's What's this dude doing? Let's go check on him. Kobe was like, as soon as it ended, he said, I know it was my time and that's it. I'm going to do something else. And he just, he never stops. And he wasn't going to stop. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, I um, guess that is – that's us. Uh, we did ask for um, guys to give some of their thoughts, some of their favorite Kobe moments. So, um, we got that coming right up. Man, my favorite memory of Kobe is – not even one of the like most traditional ones that would just first come to your mind. It was the Olympics in 2012. They were playing Argentina, and he had like this dunk where he like ran down the baseline, did like this 360 reverse dunk, um, and it was just crazy. Like it wasn't even that great of a dunk, but like I just remember watching that game with my dad and the reaction that it had, and like 
if anybody that knows my dad, Kobe was always his favorite player. So it was just cool to see him like get so hyped about a dunk that wasn't even all that cool. Hey, my favorite Kobe moment was when he hit two free throws with a torn Achilles. Literally on his last leg right now. Alternately, it has seemed to be his knee, uh, this, his foot, his ankle, and now his Achilles. Yeah, this, the man didn't even bend his knees. He just like shot it with his arms and swished both. Nothing but net. Bryant tonight with 32 points, five rebounds, four assists, and he is hurting. But the Lakers down by two, and they want him and need him at the free throw line. See, Zach, he'd be too weak. He wouldn't even shoot the free throws. I'd shoot him, but I'd break both. But you, Gabe, I know you'd hit one or two. But Kobe, he hits both. Got it. I made it. Made him. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank everybody for listening, everyone for um, their input on this episode. Uh, thank you to Zach for doing this with me. Thank you to all you guys listening. I say you could be listening to anything else. You'd be listening to some music, another podcast or something, but you guys are kicking it with us. Um, we wanted to do this because we, we do love Kobe a ton, and I know that a lot of you all out there either loved him or hated him during his basketball career, but I guarantee 100% of you guys respected him for how great he was on the basketball court. But uh, as for myself, for young Zebo, um, oh, you can follow us on Twitter at GZCast. Check out our YouTube, the GazCast. But uh, that's all we have for you guys this week. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you soon. Mom out. <laughs> the thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball. And on the last night, they're like, don't pass it. <laughs> <laughs> This has, been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart, and uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife, Vanessa, our daughters, Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.